Metallica from Metallica now going on over two years. Uh, we've done Grateful Dead. I've done a variety of uh, artists, but um, that has seemed to st- stick because it really it uh, captures exactly the message that I aim to convey in the various episodes and we're we're well over a hundred uh, every Wednesday five o'clock discussions of truth Winwood radio uh, I mean Hamilton trust yeah seek out corruption there's there's quite a bit of it here and uh, in your everyday life if you stop to take a moment and notice uh, corruption is all around you. So take take a measure. Uh, do uh, do do something on your behalf, whether it's for your family or your kids' school or whatever it's for, to seek out and destroy corruption that's around you. So you, you want to take it to a, a, a greater level. And you, uh, you can certainly go to your state, go to your country, go to, go to the UN, because you're a human being. You are given the, you're not given the power. But if you're not given the power, then 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 try to take the power. At least 
do your part in uh, trying to seek out and destroy corruption for your sake, for your family's sake. Okay, now, if you, if this is your first time tuning in to the program, let me introduce you to some of the past guests that we have had join us here on Wimbled Radio. Stephen Kinzer has joined us. He's at the Brown, he's at Brown University teaching. He's a former New York Times correspondent. John Perkins, former New York Times best-selling author. Nomi Prince from the Goldman Sachs. Really kind of a whistleblower, more or less. Chris McDaniel joined the program. A senator out of Mississippi. Cynthia McKinney has joined the program. She uh, is a former six-term U.S. congresswoman out of the state of Georgia. Paul Hellyer. Paul has joined us. Uh, he's a he's the, he's the highest-ranking official, Canadian politician, living in Canada today. Uh, his highest rank of in the political scene in Canada was Deputy Prime Minister and basically the, the Vice President, if you will. Paul Craig Roberts has joined the program. Former Ronald Reagan uh, economic advisor Ray McGovern has joined the program. Ray is a former CIA agent. He would Hand daily briefings to George Sr. in the Oval Office. Tom Hartman joined the program. He's a New York Times best-selling author. He has, uh, I believe he's got around 40 million listeners to his program. He airs daily, three hours a day. David Icke joined the program. David is perhaps considered a trailblazer, if you will, to the what is known today as the alternative news scene. Uh, David's work is incredibly important. And we like on the program, uh, on Wimbled Radio, we, we enjoy bringing on past guests because, uh, because past guests uh, look, if you've listened to me before, it's because the, the message I bring you has resonated with you. Um, you realize there's corruption, and you as a human being, wherever you live, you're making an effort to learn what you can to break down those barriers. Uh, take take for instance take a take a, take a, take a take a take a concept here just briefly okay we, we take it very we take it for for granted that uh, you know the exchange of funds whether it is uh, through paper uh, through currency or whether it is digital today uh, you know, I mean but 
what is it all based on? Who controls? Who controls the banking system internationally? Well, the Bank of International Settlements is well, a big player, isn't it, Frank? Aren't they? Then you're, you know, now you're kind of diving down the role of you know, why is it that Swiss banks uh, are so safe? You know, why? 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 Okay, so what we've we've done uh, on a many occasions here is kind of try to break down the various threads and knots that have come to be over the years and you're looking at centuries that have brought forth the creation of the United States and what has brought the United States to the power that it is and what is that foundation what does it rest upon so so some things are hidden in plain sight if you will whereas if you flip over a dollar bill you find uh, the seal, which reads in Latin, Novus Ordo Seclorum, which is New World Order. And then why is it that there is an Egyptian pyramid? What what would seem to be an Egyptian pyramid? What is that doing on the U.S. dollar bill? What is it, what is it doing on the U.S. dollar bill? Do you ever consider that? Well, likely, if you're like me, you rarely even have paper, uh, currency, you ever have bills that you exchange. Everything, for me, primarily is digitized in so many, so many ways. Just swipe a card, it's so easy, right? The chip, the chip in the, in, in the wrist, right? There's, that's happening. I believe Sweden has a movement now with, with chips that are commonly found in, being implanted in wrists because you just put your wrist up to the door to open the door. Put your wrist up to the vending machine to purchase a soda or whatever it may be, a bag of chips. Right? Put your wrist up to the bank to withdraw. Right? So it's a convenience thing. Now who's controlling that? Because whoever's controlling these systems is controlling the, your way of life. So, so take, for instance, now, take, uh, take the gasoline industry. Take the gasoline industry. Over the, over the past hundred years, um, we as global human beings, right, global citizens, we've allowed ourselves to become dependent on gasoline, haven't we, in many ways, become dependent on gasoline. Is that necessary? Is it necessary to breathe in that smog if you're in L.A. or Mexico City, breathe there? Or Hong Kong, is it is it necessary to be wearing those masks? No, completely unnecessary. But we brought it upon ourselves. Right? We, we brought it upon ourselves. So I began this program um, because the research that I had done was eye-popping uh, when, uh, when, when, when the Zika cloud, or rather the Zika virus, prompted the Nalid or Divong cloud. And I've alluded to this in the past few episodes. That's how I've opened the program, is basically speaking to this. And if you haven't read that website, or excuse me, if you haven't read that article, the, the research, 
that I did. It will blow you away because you think it's just random, you may. I don't. I don't think anything is random. I don't think there's any coincidences. So you take a Rockefeller Foundation uh, controlling the patent on the Zika virus. Oh, but Zika's like, it's nowhere. Where Where is it now? And it's it's gone. It's done. We haven't had that. We haven't heard of that in three years. So, okay, so then why does the Rockefeller Foundation own a patent on it? Why? It was discovered in the 1940s. Discovered in the 1940s in Uganda and Africa. And then just randomly, it makes, you know, some mosquito from Brazil lands in Miami via an airplane or a cruise ship or something, right? And, and it starts to spread amongst the local population in Miami. Never been a threat before. Really? Not, not really. But, but then, but then the, the pesticide, the pesticide used to combat the Zika virus in Miami-Dade, well, that also is a product of the Rockefeller Foundation via the Chevron Chemical Corporation, largest shareholders, and now distributed by Vanguard, a Dutch, basically a Dutch bank, a Dutch chemical corporation owned by a Dutch bank, right? So, um, who are the big players? How does it break down for the monarchies and the overall umbrella that I aim to take to try to break down the, 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 the layers of the, the, how much of that Roman Empire, as if you're speaking English, you're a product for a large part, by large means of the Roman, the, you know, the, the Romans, the Constantine, Constantine was declared emperor. In, in, uh, of the western half of the Roman Empire in, in, in England, in York, England. And uh, he made uh, Christianity the official language of that empire. So put yourself back into that time zone, that time era, time era, not time zone, but, but, but era. How would you feel? How would you feel? So that same kind of mentality, of course, is what the Spaniards, in large part, had brought as they were conquering new lands and this you know, that new continent that we inhabit, at least I am inhabiting. Um, and they made it mandatory that their religion be followed. Right? The, uh, the, 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 the other option would be to be hung right? or, or somehow disposed of. Um, so joining us today is uh, a, a woman that actually was the program's first guest uh, over three years ago and uh, well coming up on three years pardon me uh, coming up three years and it was her that contacted me uh, via Twitter because she had seen that I had been outspoken about this pesticide uh, again the tying knot there the Rockefellers owning the pesticide and owning the uh, uh, the right there the, the owning the To the, to the virus. Okay. Um, I will uh, take a short break and um, we'll be back with uh, Marianne. Mm-hmm. 
Hello, welcome back to Discussions of Truth. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How can you hear me well? I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me well? Yes, I can. Miriam, it's great to hear your voice. And uh, and, and I've been uh, broadcasting remotely uh, for, okay. for, for a little while. So I wasn't in Miami. But for those listening, um, Miriam was just, just in Miami. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. that is correct. That's why I reached out. Uh, I was a kind of last minute. I attended the American Priority Conference. And um, that was quite uh, delightful and, and a lot of downloads. Been working on a small, a short documentary and um, interviewed a lot of the speakers there and was following the Google whistleblower, Zach Voorhees. So, okay, so Miriam, first off, tell us a little more about what this conference is. And then, of course, um, we'll get into, uh, I'd like you to get into to Zach Voorhees. But, but what is this conference? And, and was, it, was it in the convention center there in Miami Beach? Where was it? No, it was at Trump Towers. Um, it's a conservative event. And it, it was... Um, you know, I would like to preface by saying I am a Canadian and I was raised or consider myself a liberal and um, have not really kind of taken sides because I think many on the left are so far left that they're right and so far right that they're left. And there's been a lot of um, labeling and categorizing. So for me, as a journalist, as someone who wants to remain neutral and is really a truth seeker, it was quite interesting to attend this conference. There was a lot of um, a lot of influencers there that I have come across, like Andy No, that I had recently seen on um, Joe Rogan, who was um, beat up by Antifa. And others like Mike Cernovich, who made a documentary called Hoaxed. And so I have been for, I mean, arguably since 2016, exploring the ties between big pharma and big tech and um, exploring what I dub techno-fascism, specifically initially in the context of CBD and then a year later, in 20, 2018, we started seeing our traffic drop and um, our organic search on, on Google. And it kind of led me down a rabbit hole. And I wrote a piece initially for Organic Consumers Association. And I reached out to them because um, I'm not kind of uh, worthy, not worthy, um, the mainstream doesn't really, I'm an independent thinker, independent journalist, and I don't write fluff stuff. So anything today that doesn't support the status quo, I mean, Google has arguably become 
well, is a weapon. It's, it's, a, it's an agenda. It's used as an agenda, as a weapon to carry out a corrupt agenda. So, so yeah, so yeah just, go ahead. Just because this is, this is really hot, and, um, and most people, I, that's probably going to strike most people because, well, Google's the friendly search engine, right, that we trust and we, we can fight in, right? So, but before we get into that, so, so, that's, so taking that sharper angle, on Google yeah. is, 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 is incredible. Um, but now when you were in Miami, was that, was that the same time, different facilities, but was that the same time that there was this, this fake Trump video that displayed at the, the Trump door Al? Did you hear about that? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Oops. Uh, the, from, from what I understood, the, there was an art gallery and the video was, playing in there but i think that everyone would agree including the people at the conference that it's in poor taste but at the same time that's um it's a it's a it's a riff right off of some film where where uh, nobody has a problem that people whoever whatever the, the film was someone is murdering others in a church right 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 so it's not indicative of the event or or the people that were carrying carrying the event it was found there and i think there's a, a consensus that it's still violent and and I, i'm not sure who who was the person behind it yeah it's really appalling that somebody someone would even even do that there's so much violence in society yeah. that it is and and, and to, to because i yeah i mean trump hasn't Unless, unless I'm missing something in his, what, almost, is it three years now? He hasn't started a war with anyone. No, else. exactly. So, e exactly. He's taking people out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, so um, so, so for listeners, this is Miriam. This is your third time joining the program. And, and you were the first guest for the program. And I mentioned that before before you come on. But, but for those uh, unfamiliar with Miriam Hennon, um, Miriam, Miriam runs and has ran for over a decade, I believe, Miriam, uh, Honey Colony. And you had contacted me via Twitter um, yes. about kind of being a, be, being a bystander, being part of this whole Zika mess that's now been three years yes. old. But it's, it's, wow. it's impressed yeah. me so much that, that I started this and I've done that. And, and um, so anyway, so, so Miriam... Uh, for listeners, Miriam is has dedicated much time. She's won an, uh, an acclaimed, uh, 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 internationally acclaimed film. Uh, 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 direct, uh, she directed and produced, um, or co-directed and produced, um, the, the Vanishing of the Honeybees. So that's that's where Miriam spends has spent m uh, much of her recent years in trying to educate uh, folks and listeners um, about the dangers of losing our honeybees. But now. You've taken a completely different spin as now you're attacking Google and you have you have a, a former Google employee that spent eight years as uh, as a, as an as a engineer for, for Google. Um, and he's got some very incredible it, well the two of you have a, a very incredible message that that needs to spread like fire because, we feed, you know, people talk about Facebook, and we feed Facebook some of your information. I mean, I have for a couple of years, I've, but 
but Google just gets like for the majority. I don't know what the you know I don't know what the percentages are, but like, you never hear about Yahoo much anymore. But Google just gets like so much of the information that we feed it. What questions the you know so so now so Miriam, take it from there as listeners pay attention to the angle that Google is not Mr. Nice Guy. Google is your enemy on many levels, but we're talking about your personal health. Yeah, so just just put things in context that I have been taking a deep dive into big pharma, food politics, big ag, the honeybees, since I started researching what turned out to be vanishing of the bees, which people still don't know that the honeybees are disappearing. And, and that research started in 2007. And then after making my film, which released in the UK and then in the US, I went on to create Honey Colony. And it's been seven years. And Honey Colony is an online magazine and marketplace yeah. whose mission is to empower people to be their own best health advocate. Um, so during that time, we we went up to having about 500,000 unique visitors a month, um, which, which was huge. And at the same time in 2016 and the 2016, I started seeing what I dubbed technofascism again in, in the sense, in the context of CBD. And then noticed that our traffic was going down and it took us a while to realize that Google has had many updates, but this was dubbed the medic update and it was penalizing people um, that, that fall under the class of your money, your life. And that also impacted health sites. So our traffic has gone down about 76% and so have, yes, and so have others in, in, the, in the field. So I started months and months ago to look at the ties, the sick ties between big pharma and big tech. And what I found blew my mind and um, I didn't. I I didn't even bother to pitch it to magazines. I just wanted the information out there, so I put it out there for free. And then I expanded on it. Every day I was kind of adding to it. And, and then I came across Zach Voorhees, and wanted not knowing that Zach would know anything about health and wellness, which, which he's knowledgeable about. Uh, kind of told him, "Hey, did you know that Google is a drug company?" Um, and because it is, and, and so he confirmed a lot of the findings and then I was able to get the story out there. I pitched it to so many publications and then had the privilege of, of getting it picked up by the Epoch Times and it went, uh, viral. So just one, you had asked me with the American Priority Conference is uh, for conservatives and I, not to dub myself, but I think at this point I, I would be fall under the classification of a, a liberal conservative and 
the priority conference is, is calling called itself a conference for the people and by the people. And it's an event that was billed as a home for free speech and free association. So that's why a lot of the speakers, including Laura Loomer and Mike Cernovich, a lot of us, a lot of the speakers were speaking about what it's like to be banned, uh, what it's like to have all these this fake news. And this is very... Um, specific. This is this is very pertinent to to what I've been experiencing and what others in my field, whether it's Mercola, Doctor Axe, or Self Hacked, or or um, Green Med Info, have experienced. So it was an honor to be able to be around people like Andy No and Laura Loomer and Mike Cernovich and. And others who are speaking about this, like Laura Loomer is billed as um, the most banned woman in, in the world. And wow. um, so she, she's she been banned, for instance, off of Uber and Lyft. Um, at the same time, I've been banned from, you know, Instacart, which is a grocery sh- shop, a grocery service. I've been banned from... Um, I've been banned from life for life off of PayPal. What? I have been, yeah, I, I'm I'm banned off of PayPal for life, and I was accused of selling CBD, which I've never sold sold CBD on my own personal PayPal, and I've been scrubbed off of Kiva and GoFundMe. I'm I'm shadow banned, arguably on Twitter, unless someone retweets me. So at this point, um, I'm seeing it as a badge of honor. And yeah. I'm also seeing it, I'm seeing what, what can we do and what are the solutions. And certainly someone like Zach uh, standing up, having the courage to uh, give 950 pages to the DOJ and to Project Veritas. Um, so he confirmed a lot of my findings and, and it wasn't, it's not like, oh, it's all in my, it's all in my head. I mean, I just pulled stats this morning from uh, a website um, um, called Serpstat and the owner there helped create all these graphs where I could see quantifiably how our traffic has dropped. And so now in looking at solutions, inviting others to look to to do their searches on DuckDuckGo or Quant or Ecosia or all three and really going through a Google Google detox. So yeah, I think that the information that we carry is between Zach and I are complementary. He he's uh, quite a smart individual and um was it, it was awesome to be able to confirm a, a lot of my findings, which some of them I shared with him. The fact that Alphabet, the parent company, has all these um, right. offshoots like Verily Life, and for and and um, they've also invested in uh, Vaxitech, their capital firm uh, arm. Which, which, was, which was the big clincher for me. The fact that they have invested in, Oxi- in Vaxitech, which is out of Oxer- Oxford, which is creating a one-size-fits-all vaccine. So I was wondering to myself, why is it that 
vaccines has become such a polarized topic. Why is it that we can no longer engage in long-form discussions where the whole point is to exchange ideas? That's how we learn, right? By, uh, by, by making by exchanging information, by making mistakes, by being open-minded. And I'm, I'm, I'm disenchanted by the, the Democrats, I, I have to say, at this point in time, at all the, at, at all the um, corruption that is going on, which, you know, you just obviously heard of, of uh, James O'Keefe uh, exposing, well, with the help of the, the whistleblowers exposing uh, CNN. And I mean, there was de definitely a conflict of interest. The fact that Zucker worked as executive producer on The Apprentice, whether he's, even if he was pro-Trump, pro it is still a con conflict of interest. So that this is all, I stand for justice and I stand for freedom of speech and I stand for truth wherever it may lead. And I, I think that I hold a, I'm just kind of observing now, and I see how the mainstream media has demonified um, certainly Trump with with reason because of his malignant narc narcissism. But still, there are some good things that he has done. So I'm just kind of observing, and I feel as I've already had people unfriend me uh, because I attended as a journalist a, a conservative um, a conservative event where where I found the people to be super lovely and that they're the ones who are talking uh, up and standing for freedom of speech, which is a First Amendment right. So, yeah, I, I'm very, the ties between big pharma the t and, and big tech, especially Google, is disgusting. Um, big pharma is also in Congress, whether you're talking about the Dems or the Republicans, um, the corruption the corruption is there and that the people need to wake up. Um, so I want to, I want to, I want to read a, a quote to silence a false opinion is wrong because knowledge arises only from the collusion of truth with error. In other words, true belief becomes knowledge only by emerging um, victorious from the din of argument and disagreement and discussion, John Stuart Mill. So we, we, we need to have these discussions in a free way. I'm going to read another quote by William Casey, who was the CIA um, sure. director from 1981 to 1987. Quote, we'll know our program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. And so now... We are living in an environment where there's so much confusion yeah. and when it comes to big pharma, they want to peddle um, their agenda and they are using Google and, and, and uh, they are engaging in mind control. This is not a exaggeration. Um, I have uh, the, the presentation that Zach gave at AmpFest. And it, it's very eloquent and potent where he, you know, I can share somehow with, with your audience the link or invite them to, to my YouTube channel um, to, to learn more. And, and then as far as the Vaxitech, so creating a one-size-fits-all flu vaccine. So we see in California, which is kind of 
um, Sirejai, Sirejai of Green Info calls it Califarma, the, the strict, very strict vaccine regulations where now even the doctors are, first they took out personal beliefs, then they took out medical exemptions, and now they're arguably going to penalize the doctors. So a one-size vaccine size vaccine is very dangerous from a functional medicine point of view. It does not take into account biodiversity, but it it made all the sense. Like, do I didn't know that it was the decade of vaccines, that there's a movement called Healthy 2020. So we're moving towards mandatory vaccines for adults, which is super scary. So if you if you leave, oh, you go to Costa Rica, you want to come back? Well, we're going to have to give you a flu vaccine if you want to come back into the country. Uh, we, we have to prevent that from happening. So the fact that we cannot talk freely, just have a conversation exploring vaccines when there have been $4 billion in damages in a private um, court because the pharmaceutical companies have Im- impunity and cannot be sued uh, for for injuries. Uh, th- that that is very scary. The World Health Organization in January conveniently announced that anyone that's not vaccinating their children is posing um, as a as a threat on a global level. So I I would encourage people to, luckily the Epoch Times picked up my piece. Um, I interview Zach um, and and I've also done a four-part interview with Zach um, when I first reached out to him about uh, Big Pharma and also about his journey and, and, you know, kind of the wellness check that they sent out. I mean, it it devolved into a a three-hour ordeal with choppers and bomb squad uh, until they found out, like, oh, you're you're a whistleblower. Uh, that that's the power that Google wields. And if they are no longer using organic search terms, they are manipulating people. Uh, so an auto suggestion, which they conveniently don't call auto suggestions. I minored in psychology. You can people can look anything I say up that that is a mind a simple but very powerful mind control tool. So if you look up supplements are, it'll come up supplements are garbage, supplements are not FDA approved. And then since in the past couple of weeks, they peppered in some more positive terms, but it's still very premeditated and the days of organic are gone. There's nothing organic about Google. It's, it's processed and um, genetically modified. So the censorship, this is a quote, the censorship that is being applied to alternative health is nothing less than demonic, said Zach Voorhees. And this is coming from your uh, uh, the Epic Times, Merriam's EpicTimes.com. Uh, just type that in with Merriam Hennon. Uh, you'll find it in the, the search engine, who worked as Google software engineer for eight and a half years before coming out as a whistleblower. He continues to say, That may seem extreme, but I've been following the happenings and the new cures that are being suppressed. So elaborate a little bit on that, Miriam. Where did you and Zach kind of see eye to eye eye in what you had found and then what he came out with? Um, He considers that people use Google to search for one billion health questions a day. And again, that's all. Yeah, Joe Joe Cohen of Self-Hacked. 
said said that um and uh, of uh, that that's his that's his quote and um they put quotes after that but that's my information 80% of internet users have searched for a health health related topic i mean we've all heard of dr google uh, but now if you look up something i would i would recommend not using google so so to answer your question i mean he he has 950 pages and he has seen how certain keywords like cure cancer ha- have been um people have been blacklisted and wow he arguably only has come across some blacklists i i would think that there are more um this is this is evil their their motto used to be don't be evil right. and they changed that but this is this is evil it's evil to manipulate others and if you see this 15 minute presentation that he gave it shows how they're using um an algorithm machine uh learning fairness to basically downrank real news to make it seem like fake news and to bolster fake news and to give preference to webmd and others other sites that are peddling big pharma anyone who is challenging or supporting the idea that we can heal with natural remedies and in my story i outline how this is not new uh, this is a um, development that began in back in 1910 with the flexner report where it was supporting um patents and science i've written about the full faith of science where it's it's um it could be dubbed scientism and uh, how these te- these studies are myopic and you know for instance in my movie i talk about how the epa does not do any of its own studies it's the fox guarding the hen house and and so now we have again big pharma using google as a, a weapon and and you know this is sounds extreme but at what point will we talk about a depopulation agenda you know it's it's too hot to say but then i kid around and i'm like well i've never had a problem being the first one on the dance floor like th- this is our, our environment our our food supply the air the soil is super toxic and it's been shown that these to- toxins strip us of um iq points so what is it that we can do what what can we do if our message is not coming across well someone like zack galvanizes us and gives us a voice because many of us have been blowing the whistle but it's been been a silent one yeah. it's like a dog whistle that only some people can hear the the pitch and you know for instance self hacked which is i'm i'm a big fan of the site it's super super thorough and super well uh, researched and i've learned a lot as a biohacker and joe cohen um stated to me that content is dead when you content used to be king and and that's that is sad and if your whole life you know as a journal as an independent journalist and a truth seeker they're they're threatening like I want nothing more than to empower and inspire and educate people to be their own best 
health advocate as many of us in this space. So if our information is not coming across, then we have to look to create solutions where we're not relying on Google's. Right. So Vaxitex shot could potentially be ready for rollout, your article states, by yeah. 2023. And that's a, quote, universal flu vaccine. And um, and with the laws that are being broken down in favor of these pharmaceuticals, especially in a place like California and New York, which are the trendsetters for the rest of the laws that sweep across the, the country, um, in a, the United States, and, and you're a Canadian, so so Americans are benefiting from your research, if you will, um, and I think very highly of, of, of Canadians. Uh, Paul Heller, <laughs> he's been a former guest on the program. And, and Paul, are you, you're familiar with Paul, I'm sure, and Paul goes really deep. He's had a lot of experience in, uh, in, in U.S. politics and Canadian politics, and of course he gets a lot deeper, uh, kind of more on a, on a David Icke level of kind of dissecting the, the, the webs. Um, where or the web, if you will, whereas um, you know the, the flu vaccine, the flu vaccination is just kind of one angle the human population is being hit with is, and, and that's manipul that's complete and total manipulation to have anyone, any business, any person, any corporation, any government to to mandate that a human being gets stuck with a mm -hmm. needle with what they. Um, so speak speak a little bit. What is Zach's view on that? Did you get a chance to uh, 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 Did you get a chance to get his view on on on, on that particular, um, for instance? Uh, well, he's yeah. he's. Uh, I, I don't want to speak for him on his views on vaccines, right. uh, but but uh, <laughs> they're they're similar to mine, okay. and uh, and 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 the adjuvants and the ingredients in the vaccines and also vaccine viruses um, arguably um, disable they have an enzyme called nagalese and um, in, uh, compromise a person's immune system um, I don't know if you were familiar with that um, mm, have you heard of nagalese and there are there are cures for cancer that have been suppressed and yeah. um, so Nagalese is intentionally arguably put in to vaccines to injure people um, it, it spurs tumor growth by suppressing the body's immune system and um, these Nagalese mo molecules have been deliberately inserted in the vaccines uh, and so a lot of doctors have been murdered. Well, they say that they've committed suicide and there's been no ongoing, um, you know, vaccine investigation to, to tie these, these cases. But a lot of them were working with C GC math um, and have found, been found bobbing in, in rivers. Um, and, you know, you can argue that maybe many did commit suicide but it's the system that drove them to it because imagine i can imagine if you're you know your your the fda is is um rating 
your office. It's it's uh, going to penalize you, fine you, throw you in jail. You can no longer practice. Your whole life right. is turned upside down. Yeah. You're, you're so. You know, with everything that happened in the in the realm of CBD, getting shut down, getting shut down, getting shut down, losing a quarter of a million dollars, um, and f- then a whole host of things that happened as a consequence, the amount of stress that I uh, experienced and that had negative impacts on my on my health and and well being, I, I I remember many you know many days thinking like, okay, um, you, you know, should I? Just the the idea of like I can see how someone could commit suicide or where do I sign to like uh, just get them off my back, and then you think like who the hell am I? Why would I get banned? That sounds egotistical or grandiose. Yeah. But I I have since since the story has come out, I have connected with others whose whose uh, livelihoods had been impacted. Uh, for instance, I've I've been speaking with a woman in. A woman in Australia who's been hounded by uh, Google. She has another case coming um, in on Monday, and she she's been she's been oppressed, and they've they've ruined her livelihood. Um, yeah. So, uh, so Miriam, have you made any ties? Just just for instance, have you made any ties in your research or or, or that of Zach's research to InQtel and what's happening there in that Menlo Park uh, CIA uh, facility. No, I I have not. He he could maybe speak to that. I'm not familiar with InQtel. Can you tell me more? Well, InQtel is basically a, a from from kind of the outsider's perspective, it's it's basically the the CIA hub in Silicon Valley that's tied into tech, um, and that's kind of a very uh, thin layer of intro as to what my understanding is. I don't know uh, their agents. I don't know their projects. But, of course, they would be linked to the U.S. government. Uh, and to the but US I don't government. have any faith in CIA. Well, of course not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course not. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's why I, I mentioned Ray McGovern. I, and, and we've been fortunate to have Ray McGovern join the program, John Kiriakou join the program. These are CIA whistleblowers, and they're highly critical of of the CIA. Um, and, 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 and Miriam, how about Charlotte Eisenbitt? Are you familiar with her book, The, Dum- the Deliberate Dumbing Down of Americans? No, but I'm very familiar with the deliberate dumbing down of yeah. Americans. Yeah. I mean, this is exactly what's happening. And I've, I've written about it. Yeah, you, right. And so th- th- this is this is really wonderful. Um, for Miriam, for listeners out there, steer them a little bit in a direction of okay, alternative to Google. And it, Google Google is like completely yes. They want to know. They want to know your brain, basically. They want to know exactly how your brain's operating, and then it's getting back to okay, who's funding Google, right? So the big, the big banks that are behind the pharmaceuticals are linking into to Google, perhaps. I, yeah, the kind of theory. I would say a big pharma is behind the banks. Uh, I wouldn't. I mean, it, it's it's all. Uh, you know, we want to talk about the the J.P. Morgans and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually look into. I'm um, reach out to InQtel. Right. And speak speak to them. And uh, sorry, I'm also I'm I'm trying to manifest the Bayer whistleblower. Okay. Um, okay. 
just putting putting it out there if anyone wants to contact me. So sorry, go back to to what you were saying. So uh, so anyway, the, yeah, the the whole the whole idea here is for listeners to get like you need to realize that Big Brother wants to control mm. you, right? And Big yeah. If you're if you're if you're feeding Google with information, um, mm -hmm. it's not safe particularly right so 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 in regards to your health which is kind of where you come from and studying the honeybees and and the devastating yeah. effects that that the dying bees are having on the human population and it's just a matter of time before there's like disaster major disaster and so you know you're you're coming from that angle and you're saying hey wait a second you know it's it's not so much the you got to worry about the chemicals but it's it's like right there in your phone like you, you are being your health is being manipulated. So as an alternative to Google, um, I just don't know that much about search engines. So I mean, like there's. Yeah. So I would say um, I, I'm now using um, several. Okay. And ironically, like when I want to do pop culture BS matrix uh, searches, then I use Google. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so quant Q. W A N T, uh, using DuckDuckGo, um, using Ecosia, and there will be there will be new ones that will come as part of this revolution, as part of the people who have the courage to speak out, even though the message you know is is you know you might not hear hear them. Let's say Laura Loomer has had to find these alternative. Um, sites like there's BitChute now that is an alternative to YouTube and then there is Parler and then there's other ones that people are developing now and and uh I believe that Zach would be part of creating that future as as someone who is a software engineer again not wanting to speak speak for him yeah let's hope uh, yeah Yes, there there are things in in the works, but for now that that is what people can can do and should you know not to should but should do uh, to to find alternative information and to go to the sites like it's it's quite incredible that some people have not heard of Dr. Mercola. Dr. Mercola is a bona fide doctor who predates predates um, Google. You know, his website was, was around before that. And um, he's, there's people that still don't know about him. But but if you do find these trustworthy sites, which include honeycolony.com, then you can go to them directly. Because if you use Google and you don't put, if you're looking, let's say, for mitochondrial dysfunction, and you don't put in honeycolony.com or selfhack.com or the website it's not going to come up on google right um so again if i i don't know if i can share links but of course you can. um fe featuring the presentation that i that uh zach did and, and with the help of my editor I, I used his slides and put put something put something together it's it's very intelligent and walks you through because i think also the people of google um, sometimes this is the analogy that I give. Let's say you get cast in a commercial 
the person is just so excited that they landed a job. They don't necessarily realize the bigger picture of what it is that they're selling. So there's a disconnect there. So maybe the people at Google, some of them are following direction, not realizing a bigger part. Let's say the people at CNN, um, they were under the, the sky is clearly or arguably uh, Zucker, um, a narcissist, a strong uh, bully, where the people didn't feel like they could stand up. And then someone or a few people in CNN had the courage to stand for what journalism is supposed to be about boots on the ground, uh, looking, looking for evidence showing both sides. Now, of course, let's say I'm writing about big pharma, I have a bias given the years of findings uh, th that uh, I've come across. So I'm, I'm not very pro big pharma, but at the same time, I can say that there's a, there's a time and place for Western medicine, not to throw out the baby out with the bathwater. And the same thing goes with these big tech companies that here I am. I mean, I just touched in this story on Google, Wikipedia, but I, I could write about the oppression that I felt um, many of us have felt in, in regards to Facebook shutting down our ads or uh, Twitter shadow banning um, me and shadow banning others. Like we want to play with these tech, these tech companies when they came about, I've been part of the internet since the get go as a, as a budding journalist, I, I got a job at MSNBC producing the news when it was really novel and it was so exciting. The idea of this World Wide web, um, and, and this ability to inspire community and communication and the transference of information and now wondering what what was the the goal all along and you know also Zach talks about which is it's it's no a secret how um, involved Google is with with China and there is already mass surveillance there and techno fascism um, or fascism period and of course fascism I just finished reading a book called how fascism works of course it has nuances depending on the country and um, techno fascism is is this kind of over reliance on the information and on on information being found online like we no longer as a journalist and even if I wanted to, I'm not going to go to the library and fa find any of this cutting edge information, let's say, about functional medicine. Um, and in my piece, for instance, I write about how some sites have purged information altogether. So I used to write for Care2, and I had a very casual relationship where I would pitch them stuff, and oftentimes they would say yes, and, and uh, then I found out that they erased, deleted thousands of articles in their healthy living section. Of course, they could not give me a reason as to as to why, but come on. Uh, it's not it's no it's not a coincidence. Sure. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's scary. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Miriam Hennon. Miriam, what is uh, where do you where do you go from here? What's what's on slate for you? What's next for you? Well, 
again, I'm kind of obsessed with getting this information out, and and that's why I've been grateful for for Zach, um, because because I feel like we we share the same mission to bring out the truth. Um, I am having difficulties, let's say, with my company Honey Colony, and and I'm in school as well, so. I'm working on a piece now on the politics of CBD. Uh, I've been sitting on this piece for a while, not knowing where to publish it. So I'm working on that, and and I'm and and started working on this project um, where we were filming Zach and others, and I believe it it'll be a short, and working with Mickey Willis of Elevate Films to put something out sooner rather than later about what is happening in, in terms of censorship and fake news and freedom of speech. So I would like to do more of this, Ian, where I have an opportunity to be, to speak and, and share my knowledge and, and uh, uh, stand stand for, for a new paradigm coming forth and to inspire people and, and to just inform them of what is really going on. Because programming people outright and manipulating them is is no bueno. So we'll see what we'll see what the the future lies. I I just like I said I'm obsessed about just learning more and I I'm grateful for recently just getting a lot of downloads because I think from a political point of view I, I I tend to focus on food politics and not politics politics but but feel like I'm getting more involved and and don't really know whether I want to classify myself or how I classify myself. But but I am a little bit disenchanted by the hatred that's coming from the left. I'm not into hatred and and a lot of these movements, even let's say, I know this is a long answer to your question. uh, Let's say even the Me Too, the Me Too movement, like how many women have done the exact same thing to men with the exact, which is a male energy because we each have male energy and female energy regardless of our gender um, are doing the same thing it's hypocritical and to have all this vitriol and what we've now dubbed an outrage culture uh, we, we need more kindness and and we need to use critical thinking and metacognition which is the thinking of ki- thinking and be able to freely have these conversations whether it's about vaccines or um you know pedophile rings yeah absolutely this is incredibly important and we're very grateful uh, that uh, you reached out and that you were you joined us again. We look forward to having you back on the program. Miriam uh, at honeycolony.com. Uh, take a moment if, you, if you'd like and uh, tell listeners exactly how they can donate to your website or uh, contact you. Um, it, it, any final Well, comments? I don't I, I'm, I'm, I haven't put a donate button, although we're, we're actually working on it, but it, I would if there are listeners out there, if you can follow me on Twitter at Miriam Hinane, M-A-R-Y-A-M-H-E-N as in Nancy, E-I-N, I would be very grateful for retweets on uh, my article in the Epoch Times and uh, Zach's presentation and also to to follow me on YouTube and join my channel um, because it's like if I, I put out good stuff out there, but if no one sees it. So again, I'm going to just use a reference for the bees. 
that in her six-week lifespan, a honeybee will only create a quarter of a teaspoon of honey. So that's amazing that anytime you you come across a jar of honey, consider that every single drop counts and that you matter and your voice matters. And we're experiencing people that are scared to speak out. And there's been people who've been scared to even share my posts uh, for repercussion. We cannot live in fear. We have to be galvanized by people such as Zach, uh, people that do speak out, that have the courage to speak the truth no matter no matter what. And there's many of us out there that are dedicated to the truth and dedicated to sovereignty and freedom of speech. Yeah. Well said, Miriam. Well said. Thanks again for joining the program. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Miriam Hennem. Thank you, Ian. Bye, Miriam. Bye. Okay, I cut her off. Uh, I apologize about that. Um, Miriam is a delightful and very uh, tender soul. From my perspective, uh, per, uh, perception, I am currently not in Miami, and um, we missed a chance to uh, to meet face-to-face, even though we, over the past few years, have had um, uh, quite a bit of correspondence on and off. Uh, I'll be right back with uh, some closing comments. This is Discussions of Truth, and you've tuned in to Winwood Radio. And uh, this is Winwood Radio Discussions of Truth. I'm the host of the weekly program. Wednesday is 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ian Hamilton Trottier. You can follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, I-A-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R is my uh, handle. And you may donate to this program uh, at I-A-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R.com. That's IanTrottier.com. You may find all my past episodes up on the website, and as far as well as a list of previous guests. Like I said, um, we've been very fortunate on Discussion of Truth, and we've been able to been able to receive um, conversation with and discussion with some very well credentialed individuals. Um, that are doing their best, just like Miriam, to spread the word, and Zach, for that matter. And uh, we will uh, continue to invite Zach on the program. Um, he has a very busy schedule at the moment. 
as you heard Miriam talk about helicopters and bomb squads and, and that sort of thing uh, surrounding uh, his uh, revelation, if you will, uh, of uh, blowing the whistle on Google. Big Google. Uh, just a side little tidbit here for you. Um, Incutel is the CIA office um, in Menlo Park. And um, uh, I am familiar with the San Francisco Bay Area and was actually in Palo Alto about 19 years ago when I overheard a conversation uh, out of the um, out the door came walking Charles Schwab and uh, a Stanford grad. Um, he was with a, a, another group of uh, gentlemen, and the conversation I heard them speaking of was investing in a startup. And the name of that startup uh, was Google. I believe at that time, uh, Google, if they weren't in that house in Menlo Park, they had moved to a small office in University Avenue. I left the country for a couple of years after that, and when I returned back, Google was dominating the uh, the internet lines everywhere. And since then, they have not slowed down. Um, as you use Google, take caution. Um, but that's like anything you use on the internet in my opinion, as Facebook or um, remember the phone lines that the information is being passed through or the satellite transmission that are being passed through and all being logged in data banks that are, um, whether it's AT&T or it's an internet-based company, they're all logging your conversations. Now, if you don't care, then don't care. But if you care... Use caution. Um, it's pretty simple. Um, but also take into consideration that the information might be used against you. And that's kind of where there's this muddy and foggy line. Because, for instance, you've got rights. Um, I hope you do. But as an American, anyway, uh, or Western country, uh, English speaking, I'll say, you've got a lot of rights. Um, do not take those rights for granted. Don't for a second take those rights for granted. So if you are opposed to something, stand up and talk about it and say it. And, you know, Miriam, a few times, if not two, then three, mentioned free speech, First Amendment right. Um, and... That's in real jeopardy. Now, if you were to talk with Paul Craig Roberts, who joined the program um, many episodes back, he said right here on this show that Americans no longer have any rights. It's, it's, it's totally fogged over, and it's a complete and total misconception. You think you do, but you don't. Okay. I think he's being a little harsh because I can go to a corner and I can wave a sign and I can say what I want to say, and that's legal. But it's 
becoming incredibly fringed upon more and more and more and more so, insomuch that now, how free is your health? How, how, how free is it if a government is going to mandate that you get you or your child gets vaccinated with their vaccine? How free is that? How free is that? Because no government created a human being. Okay, I mean, unless it was uh, a clone in a laboratory. But, but human beings, as we know it, just like any alligator or bird or deer or fish, these are creations of the planet. Okay, you can theorize all you want. That's up to you. But everything comes from the planet. Okay, the planet. And no government owns the planet. So... Anytime any other human being or organization or company or government is mandating and telling you what you can and can't do with your body is wrong. My opinion, you've tuned into Discussion to Truth. I'll be back next week with another episode every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard, Winwood Radio. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. The handle's I-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R. Donate to the program now. I-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-R dot com. And until next week, be awesome.